Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully, coming to you once again with another crypto update. Family, got a couple of stories that I'm going to be bringing to you right now. It is currently 7 p.m. Chicago time central, um, January 27th on the Gregorian calendar. It is a Sunday, Sun's Day. And the first story, the reason that I'm bringing you this story first is because of the host of the story. And when we talk about cryptocurrency news, you know, you usually want to look at the host site to try to gauge the type of viewer or fan and customer base that that host site has. So the first story is being brought to us by Forbes. I'm going to say that again. The first story is being brought to us by Forbes. So we have to sit back and think about the customer base and the fan base of those who subscribe to Forbes, which are, you know, pretty much the higher class, more wealthy society. Now, the story that they're bringing is combining the world of smartphones along with cryptocurrency on a mass adoption level. You know what I mean? Um, it's entitled Samsung's new Galaxy S10 could give surprise boost to Bitcoin adoption. So we're going to just get into the story. It goes on to state. Uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency adoption has failed to meet expectations since the 2017 Bitcoin price explosion catapulted the nascent technology into the public consciousness, something that's been partly blamed for the subsequent Bitcoin bear market. Many in the Bitcoin and crypto sector expect increased Bitcoin adoption if or when it finally comes will herald the crypto next uh, will herald the next crypto bull run, but are waiting on app and retail development. Now, leaked images of the upcoming new Samsung Galaxy S10 suggest the smartphone could aid Bitcoin adoption with a built-in cryptocurrency wallet. So I'm going to say that again. They're basically saying somebody leaked images of the new Samsung Galaxy S10 phone, which, I mean, everyone from kids to adults, everything from gifts to work phones or work devices i mean just the samsung galaxy s10 period goes across so many different platforms and users that it having an integrated bitcoin cryptocurrency wallet which may or may not be open to other currencies is definitely a step in the right direction of mass adoption like that's huge for samsung for them to integrate that into, it's almost like just a regular feature. Like you get on these phones now and they already have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter already built in as far as you don't have to download the apps. You know what I mean? Imagine picking up brand new, open it, and it's got Bitcoin option, Bitcoin wallet. Like, y'all not paying attention. Y'all not paying attention. Remember, remember the fan base of this, what we're looking at. We're on Forbes. All right. Uh, the story goes on to say the leaked images... First reported by Samsung news outlet Sam Mobile, I bet, appeared to show the rumored Samsung got uh, blockchain key store cryptocurrency wallet app running on the new Galaxy S10. Ethereum, currently the world's second largest cryptocurrency by market capitalization, actually got beat up by Ripple. Uh, oh, OK. After Bitcoin and Ripple's XRP is named as, as a supported cryptocurrency. But a previous report from Sam Mobile last year claims the wallet will also support uh, will also support for Bitcoin, Ethereum-derived ERC-20 tokens, and Bitcoin Cash. Wow. I'm going to say that again. I ain't even going to go back over it. This, this, this is mass adoption in your face. The Samsung blockchain keystone is a secure and convenient place for your cryptocurrency, according to the app's welcome page, shown in the images. 
They also show Galaxy S10 users will be able to import an existing cryptocurrency wallet or create a new one. It's thought that a smartphone hosted cryptocurrency wallet would be stored on a phone secure element similar to Apple Pay and Google Pay, giving user control over the private keys and removing reliance on external exchanges. The inclusion of a cryptocurrency wallet on a flagship smartphone like the Galaxy S10 could mean millions of people are introduced to Bitcoin in rival cryptocurrencies. This is what I'm talking about, family. In the second quarter of 2018, Samsung sold some 72.2 million phones, according to IDC, a tech industry data company. Samsung is scheduled to unveil its new Galaxy 10 smartphone range during its Galaxy Unpacked announcements on February 20th, 2019, with handsets due to go on with he, uh, handsets uh, due to go on sale March 8th. And this is a screenshot, I guess, of the uh, the twi Twitter uh, a tweet that was sent out. Lackluster Bitcoin and cryptocurrency adoption has been a major criticism over the sector for years after 2017's epic bull run. Many expected the surge in price to bring new apps to ease Bitcoin's overly complicated user experience, as well as a raft of retailers keen to begin accepting Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. While there have been signals that increased adoption and use of Bitcoin could be just around the corner, until tech companies like Samsung and Apple make Bitcoin use simpler and stores like Amazon make firmer moves to accept digital tokens, widespread adoption will remain elusive. And I've uh, already showed the family, for those that have watched or tuned in plenty of other times, to have two other websites that you may want to check out just when you're looking for mass adoption. One is purse.io, P-U-R-S. E.io, which allows you to shop for certain Amazon items and receive them at a 10 to 15, I think 15 and up percent discount utilizing Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. And the other one is BCD Bazaar, which allows you to shop for an array of different items from vehicle items, uh, GPS systems, phones, uh, food, cereal, laptops. You name it, not not really you name it, but they got a, a very, very nice variety of items available and you pay for the items using the Bitcoin diamond cryptocurrency. So there have been a number of different platforms opening up the doors to mass adoption. We just got to look. Uh, last month, the chief executive of major global Bitcoin and cryptocurrency exchange Binance, Cheng Ping Zhao, said his expert said he expects Jeff Bozo's online retail giant Amazon to be the catalyst for the next Bitcoin bull run. For now, Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency market remains deep in a so-called crypto winner. So name this so for its deliberating effect on the sector. Bitcoin's 2017 bull run, which saw the price explode from under 1,000 at the beginning of the year to an eye-watering almost 20,000 in fewer than 12 months, has been put down to the expectation institutional investors were gearing up to step into the space. As the 2018 rolled on and that investment from the established financial industry failed to materialize, Many Bitcoin and cryptocurrency holders bailed out their positions, nervous the looming threat of increased regulation and shadows of debt swirling around generational adoption and usage of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies could mean the Bitcoin was about to fall out of market. Let me see. Do we have anything else? And that may be it. That may be it right now for that story. Go ask sister. Uh, getting into the next story, I apologize for that short uh, interruption, family. Getting into the next story, we're gonna this now. This story right here rivals the story 
that we actually just went over as of right now. Um, the second story coming in from New uh, Bitcoin, it actually uh, goes into, let me see, what are we talking about here? Okay, this is the story where they're speaking on the differences between cryptocurrency being not legal tender and illegal, which I think a lot of people may get uh messed up mixed up and misconstrued at uh times so this right here was a story that i definitely wanted to come piggybacking off the uh previous story it goes on to say just because cryptocurrency or this is the title of it anyways just because cryptocurrency isn't legal tender tender doesn't make it illegal it goes on to say central banks warning about crypto assets may give the impression that cryptocurrency is illegal and i could definitely 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 agree with that that notion because we don't do enough research and we look at certain words and terms as going far beyond our simple comprehension and us giving them a definition or explanation versus us looking for it. When you see it's not legal tender, one would be like, oh, that means it's illegal. So it just takes a little bit of um, research to do. So it goes on to say that central banks warning about crypto asset may give the impression that cryptocurrency is illegal, especially since entities often cite reasons as to why they're uncomfortable with virtual currencies encroaching on their turf. But their sessions are often inaccurate, particularly when it comes to determining the legality of cryptocurrency. The story goes on to state. A currency legitimized by its owners. On January 24th, Singapore's Ministry of Law, in an apparent reaction to the growing acceptance of virtual currency, cautioned that cryptocurrency is not legal tender and advised businesses to exercise due diligence before accepting it as a form of payment. The ministry pronouncement uh, follows the sealing of a partnership between a jewelry chain store called SK Jewelry and Singapore-based point-of-sale systems from BizKey Network to operationalize cryptocurrency payments. Elsewhere, the Central Bank of Samoa has previously warned citizens that it does not issue nor regulate cryptocurrencies. The Central Bank maintained that cryptocurrencies are not legal tender in Samoa, warning that digital coins are risky and speculative. In Zambia, where cryptocurrencies have yet to register substantial trade volume, the Central Bank has issued a similar warning. However, it is important to clarify what legal tender means in order to determine the intention of the authorities, who are torn between skepticism and proactive anticipation of crypto disruption. In perspective, legal tender means in order to determine, uh, excuse me, uh, in perspective, legal tender is a payment method that is sanctioned by law for the settlement of a debt or financial obligation within a particular jurisdiction. I'm going to read that one more time because I don't think we really comprehend the very money that we use every day, family. The Federal Reserve notes, the cash, the dineros, the greenbacks that you use with the dead presidents on them is nothing more than legal tender. If you pull the dollar out right now, 20, 50, 100, and you read it, it should say this note is to, this note is to be used to pay all debts, public and private, if I'm not mistaken, is what it says on the United States dollar. But once again, they go on to give you the, the uh, explanation. Legal tender is a payment method that is sanctioned by law for the settlement of a debt or financial obligation within a particular jurisdiction. Fiat money issued by the central bank of a country is legal tender, a binding medium for the fulfillment of a transaction between parties. 
Okay, go to go ask sister. However, this does not rule out the legality of other payment methods. For example, individuals may, at their at their mutual convenience, enter into transactions during crypto during currencies issued in other jurisdictions. During Zimbabwe's in hyperinflationary era, particularly between 2006 and 2009, there was widespread trading in U.S. dollars, Botswana Pula, and South African rand. While there were not, while these were not legal tender in Zimbabwe, they were not illegal, and the government blessed their already widespread use in 2009 by officially adopting a multi-currency financial system. Besides foreign currencies, non-fiat mediums such as check and credit card also widely used without being legal tender. Scotland's legal currency, which isn't legal tender. This is a sub uh, story. In the United Kingdom, Scottish banks notes are a legal currency approved by the UK Parliament, but they are not legal tender even in Scotland. Interesting. Whether or not notes have legal tender status, their acceptability as a means of payment is essentially a matter for agreement between the parties involved, a Scottish bank advises. And basically they're saying that as long as there's an agreement to agree, then we can agree that this piece of paper will be worth whatever I, you're trying to exchange it for. Um, and that's basically what happens with the American dollar. Your dollar is only worth something because you all believe, or we all, whatever the case may be, believe that it's worth what they say or uh, perpetuate it to be. Disclaimers occasionally issued by governments with respect to cryptocurrencies are uniformly applied to other non-legal tender payment methods without making them illegal. Regulatory authorities, perhaps, feel more need to level these designations uh, against cryptocurrency. Because they are a novel phenomenon, most people are still coming to terms with. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Crypto as a non-legal tender is not a legally enforceable payment method as one party cannot insist upon the other accepting it in a transaction. Meaning that you can't make someone accept that form of currency. Like damn there in the United States you can I guess you can force someone to I wonder, hmm, I wonder can you force someone to accept the American dollar as a form of currency. Interesting. Uh Goes on to say, according to a Library of Congress article on global regulation of cryptocurrencies, government warnings on virtual money are a form of public education. Such warnings, mostly issued by central banks, are largely designated to educate the citizenry about the difference between actual currencies, which are issued and guaranteed by the state, and cryptocurrencies, which are not, the article detailed. Most government warnings note the added risk resulting from the high volatility associated with cryptocurrencies and the fact that many of the organizations that facilitate such transactions are unregulated. Most also note that citizens who invest in cryptocurrencies do so at their own personal risk and that no legal recourse is available to them in the event of loss. Governments aren't responsible for cryptocurrency. Getting into another subsection. At Davos recently, Bank of England Governor Mark Carney accused cryptocurrencies of not going anywhere. He argued that cryptocurrency would not revolutionize the uh, financial sector because they are more assets than currency. Carney also noted the, the reluctance of e-commerce giants in UK to transact in cryptocurrency because of the relative expense and lower speed. At any rate, government warnings are trading. Government warnings about trading in the cryptocurrency do not infer the illegality. Rather, it means they are not the institutional responsibility of the governments. 
something that is actually a fundamental feature of cryptocurrencies. Basically saying that we not saying they're illegal, but if you have any type of problems with them, trouble with them, we're not backing you up or anything. Which, okay, that just means you are more responsible for your own affairs. Nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. Recently, central banks with the encouragement of the IMF have considered the idea of issuing their own digital currencies. Faced with the disruptive wave of cryptocurrencies, central bank digital currencies, or CBDCs, will not upstage cryptocurrencies as they will not match the characteristics of cryptocurrencies as an autonomous form of money controlled by its owners, transacted peer-to-peer, and insulated from the overbearing whims of governments, legal, legacy financial institutions, or corporations. Clarification, uh, clarifying its decision to accept crypto, Singapore's SK Jewelry maintained that there is nothing legally amiss with this payment mechanism. The acceptance of crypto merely serves as another option of payment for our customers and other than it being a more unconventional model mode of payment now, it's business as usual, the company spokesperson said. Government warnings cut both sides. They help citizens and businesses decide how far they can trade in cryptocurrency as an unregulated instrument of trust. On the other hand, they serve to reaffirm cryptocurrency's fundamental power as an instrument of financial freedom. What do you think about the legal status of cryptocurrency? And I'll uh, just tell you, let them know at the bottom of the, uh, the bottom of the screen. So, family, that was um, I think two stories that definitely, definitely, definitely went hand in hand as far as when we're speaking on mass adoption, along with comprehension of what a mass adoption could mean and what would stop or hinder or um, ex- succeed us in that mass adoption. I'm going to uh, be coming right back to you with two more stories later on on the Smartland uh, tokens. So I'm going to go take a look at the charts, probably do a little bit of TA along with the video slash podcast that I'm going to give on the Smartland coin and their platform and what they are go- got going on. But family, I hope that these two stories were very helpful and you understanding exactly where we're going with cryptocurrency. Once again, this is Chicago Crypto Hustler representing Cryptonomic Console. Um and newly podcast the new money matrix. I want to actually thank everyone and anyone that's in earshot of this listening to this right now. You definitely, definitely keep me pushing. Um, as long as there's someone to hear the information, I'm gonna keep bringing the information, family. And for those that do wish to donate in any way, fame, uh, any capacity, the donation should be on my page. If not, go ahead and inbox or reach out, and I'll give you the donation information. Until the next video, until the next podcast, this is Amir, Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I am out of here.